0: Okay, a little side note before we begin, I am so sorry for the echo that you are hearing in this episode. I've played around and I don't know what the heck is going on, so I'm so, so sorry and I will try to figure it out for the next episode, but I just wanted to include that. Welcome back to the Joyride Podcast. Thanks so much for being here for another episode. I want to include the date, today is September 7th. Because it's been a little while since I have recorded a podcast. Because I have been traveling like more than I usually do in a span of time. I basically was gone all of August in my mind. I mean, I was actually gone probably half of August. But I left on August 14th. I was in North Carolina for five days because my second niece was born. So I got to hang out with my family And then I was back here for a week and then I went to the San Francisco Bay Area because I had my 10 year high school reunion, which we will get into. That was such a fucking trip. It was it was a time. So I did that, came back here for less than a week. And then this past weekend, which was Labor Day weekend, I was in Newport Beach, California for one of my best friend's weddings. I was in the wedding. It was such a magical weekend, and now I'm back here, and I just, like, can't even begin to explain how stoked I am to just be here for all of September. My birthday is next Friday, September 15th, so mark your calendars. (laughs) I will be 28, oh my gosh, like, it's so crazy. Sometimes I feel like I'm still Rebecca at 24, even though I truly have lived so many lives in just the past four or five years since moving here and being in Austin, it's crazy. So we're going to get into all the stuff. I just want to like catch you guys up on my trips. What's been happening? What's been going on? Um, you know, my current revelations because I have the gift of revelations. That's my strongest, most potent, powerful gift in human design. And I truly feel like I am a walking aha moment person. I just like live for my own revelations. I live to share them with anyone who will listen. And I live for getting to experience that aha moment with you. So let's get into the episode. I kind of want to backtrack to let's talk about North Carolina a little bit. First and foremost, I have been traveling a lot this year, probably at least like once a month. I am someone who needs to really constantly have this like stable ground beneath my feet. I love where I live. I love my habits. I love my structure. I love my routines, even though they kind of all feel like they're up in the air right now because I'm going through so many cellular upgrades and changes in my physical body, which we will get into that as well. But basically a bitch likes to feel grounded, like for sure. But with that being said, being the manifesting generator that I am, when i'm like stuck in the same routine for too long i get super bored and i'm like i got to go somewhere else so trips for me especially this year i have been taking so many trips for other people i don't think i've taken one trip this year for myself which like they're they're all for me in a sense because you know i'm visiting my family i'm staying with my friends but they've all been for a reason i've been taking so many trips for friends this year that We're having bachelorette parties and getting married and then like trips with my family. So I'm very, very grateful that pretty much throughout each trip, I've been getting like some solid solo time because I need that to stay centered and grounded in myself. But it's been a while since I've like really taken a trip for myself. So now that we're in September, oh my gosh, I was just going to say October. And why I was going to say October is because all of these freaking stores, man, they're already putting out like the candy corn and the Halloween decorations. I was in Costco yesterday and they're already putting out Christmas decorations. I'm like, no, I'm actually to this point now in summer. I'm such a summer girly. Like I just love it so much and I truly come alive in the summer. But this has been a long summer. It's been a fabulous summer, an incredible summer, but I'm just now starting to feel ready for a little bit of some fall weather. I would like a little bit of a like a crisp morning some breeze. I'm down to start watching some Halloween movies, doing some fun Halloween activities. But I, I at least for me, like summer is still here until my birthday. And then that's we, that's when we can start doing the transition and, you know, get into like our pumpkin spice lattes and all that shit. But anyways, I've been taking a lot of trips lately for other people and friends. And I went to North Carolina for five days because my second niece was born and I got to have such incredible family time and I don't know. I, like, I I always feel like I'm going into these family trips and I think that, oh my gosh, I'm going to have so much downtime and it's going to be so great. And I do, in a sense, I, I do, like I'm very grateful that, you know, I work for myself and I'm able to create my own schedule in a sense. A part of me feels like I'm conditioned to go there and continue to work and have all these sessions and meetings and this and that and to be honest it usually doesn't even like end up being that way anyways like I just have more of a freer schedule and most of my time is spent just being caught up with my family so I don't actually have too too much when I say downtime it's like downtime for me downtime doesn't really include you know engaging with another person especially a family member because that takes out a lot of energy in us to be engaging with a friend to be engaging with a family member so during those five days it was a lot of family time I think I had one day where I'm visualizing this moment where I just sat on my parents screened in porch went to Starbucks got a coffee and just finished my book and it was so glorious but it was really really nice to spend time with my family, especially because they, where they live in North Carolina, it's called Cary. It's just a slower pace. And I've learned about myself. I thrive, like I really, truly thrive living in a city, but also the city of Austin is not your normal city. There's truly such a strong element of this sense of suburbia and hominess, like, Thinking to my high school reunion, talking about some friends of mine that are living in New York, to me, that's an actual city. Like, you can't just drive to Costco 20 minutes away. I can, and that's why I think I love it so, so much is because this city allows me to live my best, like, city life, in a sense, where I can manage the scope of the city because it's really not that large. But then also feel at home. Like, Austin just really gives off this very strong, homey feeling, But being in a city like Cary, North Carolina, it's so slow. And most of my time there is spent just like hanging out, being with my family. I got to see a lot of my mom's friends. So it was just a really nice time to slow down. And I've been really, really enjoying over the past year or two, like visiting my friends in slower towns because I am exposed to so much all at once living in a city. And as much as I love having all of the options accessible to me, I will not lie, I get really overwhelmed at times because I'm a manifesting generator and I just want to do it all the time. And sometimes I just scream because it's like, I can't go for a walk, go to hot yoga, get a coffee, go to the sound bath, meet up with this friend, go to lunch. I can't do it all in one day. So it's nice sometimes to put myself in environments where... There just is not a lot going on. So that was my trip to North Carolina. And then, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, I went back home to the Bay Area to have my 10-year high school reunion, which was not it wasn't what I expected. And that was a that that's been this lesson of expectation has really come to the forefront for me during this retrograde season, during Mercury and retrograde where I've been tested a lot with people and experiences where I went into it expecting it, and it just didn't live up to my expectations. It was fun, and I'm so glad that I went. It just was interesting. Like, half of the people that went, I expected to be there. And I got to see some of my really, really close girlfriends, guy friends that I really never get to see. And to me, that's what it was about. I was super hyped about this reunion. And I think that I really got a good handful of my friends hyped up for it who weren't initially either going to go or looking forward to it. I'm like, guys, one, aren't you curious to see what like some of these people are up to, what they look like? Because I am. I'm super curious. But also, like we never get to be together. And for some of these people, you know, you're never going to see these people again. So why wouldn't you go? So that was kind of like the expect the expectation that I went into the reunion with. So half the people there I expected to be there. There were a lot of people who I did expect to be there, like the leadership kids and people that were super involved in the school that weren't there. And then half the people were just people that I didn't even recognize or just like in a million years didn't think that they would be there. So it was just a very eclectic mix of people but it was super fun. And I think at first, like it really was a strong ego check for me. I walked in there, like I had just gotten my Botox done. I had just gotten my hair done. I mean, let's be real here. It's been 10 fucking years. Like I wanted to show up and show out, you know, who wouldn't? I wanted to show up. I wanted to not only like physically look good, but you know, feel good from the inside out. So talking with everyone and like, you know, seeing that some people were still living in Fremont, some people were still living in the Bay Area. Other people are now living in New York, living in the, you know, buying houses on the East Coast. It really is just crazy to see like how differently some of our lives are and how for some of us they're still kind of living the same life and you know, it was a great opportunity for me to get my ego in check because there is kind of like this part of me that's like, oh, look at me. Like I moved to Austin. I created this whole new life and like it may come off as, oh my gosh, like not like I'm better than you, but like, look what I did. Like I moved away and I'm like creating this whole foundation for myself and blah, blah, blah. So a part of me just like wants that side of me to be seen. But then at the end of the day, I think My biggest reflection that I got out of being at the reunion and seeing my friends that I hadn't seen in I don't even know how many years, so many years had gone by, it really was just a true, true testament to myself of, Rebecca, look what you've done. You moved out of the Bay Area, you know, for a little over four years ago, and you are, you are now really like living out your soul's truth. You're connected to your soul's truth. You're on the soul journey. You're on the soul path. You have truly created a whole new life for yourself. And that is such a beautiful accomplishment that you should be so proud by, you know? So that was like my biggest reflection coming out of the reunion. As good as it was to see people, it's like, okay, I got my fix. And if anything, it just really showed me how much I love where I live and how much this place where I live has allowed me to live out this life that I have created for myself. Like, I went went into this move of moving to Austin with truly no expectations. It was just a feeling that I got when I was here. It was this pull. Like, Austin needed me as much as I needed this city, And I'm still learning and deepening my connection with myself every single day. But I'm at this point now where I can go back to my 10-year high school reunion and walk into that room very confidently in who I am, in what I stand for, in the work that I do, and not be ashamed by it or embarrassed by it, you know? And it's like... I'm, I'm still figuring out my way. It's not like I'm walking back into this 10-year reunion like, oh my God, I'm living in this beautiful mansion and like, here's the love of my life. And like, I'm making a million dollars and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not the vibe, but I get to walk back into this room and stand very confidently in who I am. And again, what I'm creating for myself. So that was just a very, I don't know, it was just a beautiful reflection to receive from this reunion I had such a good time. It was so nice to see some of my best friends. I stayed with my best friend who I haven't seen in two years, and she got engaged the weekend prior. So I got to see her. I got to spend some quality time with her fiance, see her beautiful ring. I got some great quality time with her. And I just got to catch up with some people that I love really, really dearly that I really just like never get to see. And it was just nice being back in the Bay Area. The last time that I was there was back in COVID during 2020. So I had moved to Austin in June of 2019. COVID was the next year. And I think I came home, it was either like the last weekend of February, early March. And I was there for three months. And I stayed with my parents when they were still living there. So that was the last time that I was in the Bay Area. And I remember at that time just being at such a crossroads in my life. I... I don't even remember what was I doing back then. I was working as a personal assistant that had stopped. This was right before I got my loan signing like certification, which I've never talked about before. But for the past few years, I've been running my own loan signing business. So basically, I'm a mobile notary and I perform entire loan signings. So I basically like retired out of doing that full time January of last year. And now just do it very, very rarely. But at the time when I was staying with my parents during COVID, I thought for a split second, like I was just coming out of a really, really dark, depressive start in my, not even start in my journey, place in my journey. Like I was not, I was not well for, for months at a time because I could feel within every freaking fiber of my being that I was meant to be doing more. I'd quit my corporate job. In December of that year. And then I was just like kind of searching for something and I was just depressed for months at a time. So coming back home, staying with my parents during COVID, I had thought to myself, you know, could I picture myself in North Carolina? It's so beautiful there. It's a like homey feeling. And I actually was like kind of considering it. And then I came back to Austin after these three months and Yeah, I don't know. I still was kind of in this period of like, what am I gonna do? But ever since then, I don't know. I started to embark on this new journey of finding out, you know, what is it exactly that I wanna be doing and just taking the necessary steps one after another to get there. And by no means was it an easy journey. But clearly I'm still here. And now I know for certain that Austin is where I'm supposed to be, where my soul has come alive, and I really feel like this this year of 2023 is the first year where I'm actually living out my gifts, living out the things that I'm so naturally skilled at, and I'm just excited to see what else is in store for me, so yeah, going off on a tangent because that's what I like to do. <laughs> That was my 10 year high school reunion. And then this past weekend, I was in Newport Beach for my I have a million best friends. So my best friend's wedding. Um, It was truly, you guys, like the most magical weekend. She looked like an actual princess in her wedding dress and just like she's so close with her family and her friends and I know that it was everything and more that she has ever dreamed of because she's been talking about this wedding for a long time and I don't know it was just like the most perfect end to summer being with so many of my best friends, best friends from college, like really close friends that I've met through her and I want to share this moment that we had together on like the dance floor of her wedding reception. Wedding reception. So the wedding was Sunday night and we're all like out on the dance floor dancing and she just like pulls me aside. I don't even know how, but she pulls me aside and she's like, Rebecca, I'm literally like starting to get emotional. I I start to get emotional every time I think about this, but she goes like, Rebecca, I just want you to know like how insanely proud I am of you and I don't tell you enough and you are like my coolest friend and just like going on and on about how proud she is of me and how excited she is for me to be able to one day experience this joy that she is feeling for herself in this moment. Like it was just such a beautiful, genuine, intimate moment and we were hugging each other and we were crying and like being an emotional what i've learned about myself in human design i am not the girl that like goes to a wedding or something happens around me some experience something that happens to someone else and i immediately get emotional like at her wedding i'm tearing up listening to the vows but it almost like takes something personal to happen to me for me to get really really emotional about something And I used to view that as kind of like a weakness about myself or like, oh my God, am I just so self-centered and egotistical where something amazing or horrible and sad can happen to someone else? And for some reason, I'm just like not emotionally triggered by it. And then I learned about human design and being an emotional and then it all made perfect sense to me. So in that moment was like really where my emotions turned on and I just lost it. I mean, I was crying. It was just like I don't know. It was one of those moments that I truly will never forget. And knowing who Jamie is, she just the way that she sees me and feels for me as a friend is so, so deep. And she is one of the very few people in my life that I can just really, really, really go there with. And if you would listen to my last episode, I think the title is like um, exposing myself. I basically talk about me processing kind of this this phase that I was in feeling a little bit like butthurt about my friends and their acknowledgement towards me and after I'd recorded that episode I went to Newport this was in July to celebrate Jamie's birthday with her and I had this open conversation with her and I was telling her about how I was feeling and she was like oh my god like I feel so terrible. I didn't know any of this. And I'm like, it's not your fault because I'm now telling you, this is what I need from you. This is what I need from my friends. It's not even about the affirmation. It's just about the acknowledgement. And she is one of those people where you tell something to her, especially if it's something that you're feeling that, you know, you want to be changed, like so to say. And she does it. And really, I think like having that moment with her, you guys, this is during her freaking wedding. Like (laughs) this is nothing to do with me. And she's pulling me to the side and she's telling me how proud she is of me and just, you know, how, and I can feel like this joy that's radiating out of her, her pride, her sense of fulfillment towards me as a friend, as someone who, you know, like we just care so deeply for each other. And for her to say, you know, I'm so excited for you to experience this joy that I'm experiencing. And I'm experiencing this joy with her being at her wedding. And I could just feel it. And the entire plane ride home, I'm not joking. I was crying the entire time, just replaying this scene to me. Like, that is where I really get emotional. It's not when, like, yes, I did get emotional in that moment. But for me, it's always, like, After the fact, like when I get all these revelations and all these downloads and I get to like really relive the scene in my head, I've always felt that way. We would like go to Vegas in college. We would have these amazing weekends and then on the plane ride home, I would just get so nostalgic and think about the weekend and just like cry and just, I don't know. That for me is like the potency of where my emotions come into play is the reflection is the revelation and everything that happens afterwards. So that was the wedding. It was such a beautiful weekend and now I'm back home. We're in Virgo season. It's my birthday month. Like I said, my birthday is in is in a week. Literally in a week. My birthday is next Friday. I will be twenty-eight. And I'm just really, really excited to be here for all of September after a lot of travel back to back, like getting grounded and something that I've been working on with myself, with Eric, who I've talked about numerous times in the podcast. He is now my alignment coach. He, I've, I've raved about him. He does astrology, gene keys, numerology, human design. He has helped me so much. And something that we are actively working on together is really just creating this new sense of clarity around my business and what I'm offering to people because I don't know. I've just felt like for a while I have been missing this sense of identity, not necessarily when it comes to me because I identify as so many different things. Like I'm not the girl who shows up to every place and is the exact same person. And I attribute this to having an open G center in human design. Like I'm wide open besides my gate 46, which is love of physical self and its power. And I've learned through that, like a huge part of why I'm so connected to myself and why I'm so connected to this work that I share with people is through this connection with my physical body and how it anchors me and what it does for me. So we are working on together, just creating a clear vision for my business and how I want to move forward because, you know, I started this business back in January with no, with no plan by any means. It was just this, this fiery passion inside of me that I have to birth whatever I'm visualizing in my body and I have to bring it to life. And something that I have struggled with immensely, which I've never talked about is Because of what I am actively putting out on social media, what I'm sharing, like, I almost felt like I was kind of conforming to this trap of I'm Rebecca, the human design coach. And I've started to really kind of be resistant towards that. Like, look at me. I'm so much more than just a human design coach. I mean, I'm incredibly wise and I love you know, having this platform where I share about all of my instincts and intuition. And I just have so much to share, but also my knowledge stems from so many different aspects of my life and so many different experiences that I've gone through. Like I was a personal trainer back in the day. I got my nutrition certification. I love the realm of health and wellness. I love the, you know, I just love detoxing the body and when it comes to like food and spirituality and personal development. So there are so many other sides of me and and I did this to myself. I felt like I closed myself off by really only sharing and talking about human design, which I think has helped me in so many ways because it, it kind of like got me in the door to being a coach and like, okay, well, what's your niche? Niche niche niche, whatever I never know how to say it like what's your shtick basically because if you walk around Austin like there are just so many freaking life coaches so for me it kind of really helped lay the groundwork as to what I offer and you know how I can offer my services to people but now I really am working and I and I want to integrate all of these other aspects of how I live my life very confidently and how I tap into my power and how I basically live my life the way that I do by fusing all of these elements together and really creating this synergistic, um, basically just like a synthesis of everything that I've accumulated over the years. So that is what I'm really stoked about in my business right now and working with a coach and this is why I preach about working with a coach because when you find someone that you experience this energetic level of resonance with that can hold you down, that can see you, that can feel into you, that can just like offer you guidance that you yourself may not be able to always tap into, that is like... uh, You can't even put in, I can't even put into words what that means to have found someone in my life who can offer that to me. And I see it being reflected back to me all the time through the experiences that I get with my friends or just like random people that I meet because at the end of the day, we're all walking mirrors for one another. But for me, especially like, you know, nearing the end of the year, launching my business this year, like I'm finally seeing the bigger picture in in who I am and in what I offer to people and through working with someone, it has really helped me release this sense of pressure. I put so much pressure on myself because I have decided that I'm you know this is what I'm doing full time I'm putting all of my energy into it so you know I'm constantly putting pressure on myself to, create new services and to make the money and to come up with new things. But at the end of the day, what Eric has really helped reflect back to me is we just need, we need to go back to like what the solid foundation is here. And this is exactly what I preach to everyone else that I coach with. It's like, we have to work on the the simple things in your life that create this anchor for yourself, that connect you to you, that help you tune in and tap in, you have to create that foundation for yourself or else nothing else in your life will really be able to be manifested and come to fruition. So that is what I'm going to be working on basically all of September. And I'm just ready. There's been so much like I don't know just between all the travel and being here and being there and coming up with all of these amazing ideas for my business I'm just excited to really get back to the basics and really just like kind of like mold this new this new version of what I am putting out into the world through my own lens and through my own perspective and creating this new method um, to what I'm teaching so yeah, that's what I'm excited to be working on throughout the month of September. We're still in a massive retrograde. Mercury is still in retrograde. Mercury is the planet of communication. It goes direct on my birthday, which is just... I'm I'm ecstatic about that. Amazing. We also have a full moon. A full moon or a new moon? No, we just had a full moon. A new moon? I don't know. Some I need to look it up on my app. Um. Something is happening with the moon. Actually, let me just like look it up right now while I have you guys here so I tell you the right information. On the... Okay, it's a new moon. It's a new moon in Virgo, basically on my birthday. So it's a new moon in Virgo. We're in Virgo season. Mercury goes direct on my birthday. And I actually just recorded a podcast episode with the girls from the Stellar Cycles podcast, which you will hear... The following week. And I think I'm going to be in my ovulatory phase during my birthday. So like a bitch is about to pop the fuck off <laughs> basically. And I'm just excited. Like Virgo season for me, I feel like every birthday, I don't know. I I don't really feel like I'm shining and I get super nitpicky. My brain will go into psychosis Like, yes, I feel the need for structure and to cleanse and to detox mind, body, soul, to purge my house of food and like clothes and all that stuff. But I don't know, like, coming out of a a really kind of rough past few weeks, I'm seeing the sunshine after the rain and I'm ready to just hunker down, to ground down, to really, I don't know, be in my like, all chemical alchemist type of world again and to find the clarity in in how i'm moving forward throughout the rest of the year throughout this next year for myself being 28 oh my gosh i still like cannot get over it but at the same time sometimes i feel like i'm 38 like i'm 10 years older than the age that i'm actually turning into because I've lived so many lives and I've gone through so much internally, probably not externally as much as, I don't know, maybe the next person, but internally I've gone through so much. So anyways, that's all that I have for you on this episode. Just a recap of my travel, of my travels, of my revelations, sharing about, you know, what's happening with me, with my business right now. Kind of just like wanted to have a little recap episode. I've definitely been slacking on the episodes. I have been wanting to get up a new episode every single Monday, but I've just kind of let life do what it needs to do. My energy levels have been freaking all over the place. My body is just going through massive cellular upgrades, and I've just like really needed to, to give in and to just roll with the punches. But with that being said, again, I'm ready to hunker down, I'm ready to ground down, I'm ready to like bring bring a little bit of the hustle back into the flow. So that's what we're doing here. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. Stay tuned. I've got a, I've got a bunch of really, really cool guests coming on the podcast over the next like month-ish or so. So stay tuned for all of the new and upcoming Joyride Podcast episodes as always, I so appreciate you being here for listening in. I hope that you are able to take away some nugget of wisdom throughout every episode that you listen to. And I just love you guys. Seriously, you mean the world to me. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.